Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? No. Can you hear me? Um, yeah. Okay, I can hear you. Oh, wow. But only if you can hear me. Right, right. I, I'm, it's nice to understand that um, contingency there. So, um, I'm recording. Me I've too. I've replaced the batteries, so... Oh, good. They, they should be full. They should last me this whole time. Um, my computer, through which you're hearing me, um, on Skype, that is not plugged in, but... Its battery should last me for over an hour now. Now, here's um, what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Is that you have your laptop there. Yeah. You have your trusty, dusty Zoom H2 microphone there. Correct. Why do we have to do this over Skype again? What do you mean? Well, I mean, you and I are, are speaking over Skype right now, yes? Yes. But we're not using Skype to record anything directly from... Well, Skype. I mean, you're recording your voice and I'm recording my voice, right? That's true, yes. I don't think we have to use Skype next time. We don't. You're okay. right. We don't. The, the one issue is that my phone is not all charged up. Um, okay. I if, see. if my battery were any higher than the 32% at which it is now, I'd say let's go for a phone call. Oh, um, it's, a, it's just a thought that occurred to me. It's like, what? You know, I can understand back in the old days, we, we kind of had to do it that way, but... We've we've progressed, haven't we? Yes, we've evolved a lot. We've evolved quite a bit. I have made great strides. Some might disagree with that, but we really have. Who would disagree? Um, pretty much anyone listening right now. Well, that's true. Wait a second, who's listening right now? Who said this was going in the show? Well, you might. Oh, I was going to because you might not know this, JD. But if you turn and look right hmm. out there, hmm. where you see you see all those people out there. They're actually listening right now. Oh. Yeah. You see them? Yeah. Hi. Yeah, that's not good. No. This is not, this isn't when the people were supposed to be, you know, you I don't have really my script up really should have worn a, a better shirt for all this. I should, well, no, I couldn't have worn a much better shirt than the one I'm wearing. It's great. It's perfect. Is it? Yeah, this is my shirt that's got Kermit the Frog, Fozzie Bear, Gonzo, Miss Piggy, um, Bunsen and Beaker, Pepe, Ralph the Dog, Dr. Teeth, Zoot, Floyd, Janice, uh, and Animal. Well, I'm just going to have to take your word for that because I'm not there. I can't see. But all those people can see you. So, How does this work that we're able to converse without seeing each other, but all the listeners can see me right now? You know, just don't think too much about it. All right. I'll try not to think too much okay. about it. Okay. All right. Good. Just um, enjoy the picture I'm sending you of the shirt I'm wearing. Okay. I will. And you should receive it right about... Now-ish. Ah, here it is. There we go. That is... Don't make that face ever ne- again. I will never make that face ever again. I okay, had, good. I had no time. It was a mid-sentence picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I promise never to make that face ever again. Deal? That's that's definitely a deal. Yes. I think I'm going to need oh, readers. Deadly! <laughs> I am humiliated! It's chaos out there. My house is surrounded with their cameras <laughs> and their Questions! Yeah. And they're tiny acorns! Tiny acorns? There are a lot of squirrels in my yard this morning, too. Piggy, I am so sorry that my dress was a part of this. The plunging backline was my undoing. I should have used a high tensile fabric that was sure to hold everything in place. 
like the steel mesh that keeps boulders from rolling onto the highway. But you shouldn't be humiliated. What the world saw was perfectly natural. And disgusting, <sighs> according to that one reporter. There's so much prejudice against a curly tail just to survive in show business. I continually have to downplay the fact that I'm... A pig. You are aware your name is Miss Piggy. So? Letterman doesn't work at the post office. Miss Piggy, could we get a quick comment, Miss Piggy? What are you doing here? Go away! <laughs> uh, was that snort on the record? Oh, she snorted. Leave her alone, you animals! I just snorted. Why did I do that? I'm a lady, not a pig. Mm, well, let's look at the positive, shall we? Uh, at least it wasn't an oink. Hmm? Muppet Show is over, you know where to go. Come on down to Ralph's Tavern and let's talk Muppets. Hello and welcome to Ralph's Tavern. On the menu today we've got burned hamburgers, correcting, um, me, and more. Today's house special is A Tale of Two Piggies, the 12th episode of The Muppets on ABC. Joining us this week is Steve Swanson from The Muppet Cast. And now here's your host, J.D. Hansel. Have we blown up yet? No? No? Then let's go forward with this episode of Let's Talk Muppets and see if we can manage to defy Murphy's Law. I'm J.D. Hansel, and welcome to episode 12 of Let's Talk Muppets, the Muppet Review Show. I am out of script right now, so I'm just going to have to wing this. I am so glad to be back here with a battery in my mic that will not run out because it's nice and new, and a chip in my mic that has memory on it. I have taken extra precautions. The building will not close tonight. It's open 24 hours. Um, but at a certain point, someone may come in and ask for my ID. So there is that. There may be that interruption. But aside from that, we should be good here. I think we have a foolproof podcast episode and a foolish podcast episode because we are talking about episode 12 of The Muppets. I liked this episode, and I'm going to bring on someone else who really likes this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from MuppetCast.com, it's Steve Swanson. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Steve Swanson here. I was uh, you made actually... made there. Gosh. I, I was concerned that you used the word foolproof, that, and I'm glad that you qualified that. Because yeah. this show is definitely not foolproof. Well, you know. But it's good to be here. Wow, I also nothing have nothing to add after that. We're my microphone such professional with, uh, with new batteries <laughs> and uh, a chip. Uh, my chip actually has a tail. So, oh, really? Yes. Hmm. D- does it keep it very close so it'll be whole when it, re- when it reincarnates? Do microphones reincarnate? Um, no, because I threw my old one away when it burned out and bought this oh. one. So, oh. no, they don't. Well, that's sort of like reincarnating it. No, it's really not. It's just it's replacing like it. Disposing of something and, and buying a better, newer, younger version, right? Sure, sure. Let's go yes. with that. Okay, um, let's do that. Let's dispose of this conversation and move to a better one. Don't you think? Let's, dis- let's dispel the rumor that the old Zoom H2 microphone didn't know what it's doing. It knew exactly what it was doing. Yes, let's let's dispose of all this conversation and just move on i hope someone understands the reference you just somebody made, just laughed at that i promise I you i understood it i okay, appreciate good. that on a completely random note that has nothing to do with anything did you see the snl sketch wait how that is has... that different from everything we've done so far well okay fair enough um but did you see the snl sketch that had um, oh i didn't 
both Bernie Sanders and David Larry together in it? No, I didn't. And I, I need to go back and watch that skit with Bernie Sanders and Larry David in it. Is Did I say backwards? Yes, you said it the way that yeah. uh, probably his second grade teacher called him in attendance. But I, I'm sorry. I okay. am really tired tonight. <laughs> I could fix it in editing probably, or I could just leave it. It's funnier if you leave it, I think. That's what we found like half the time that we mess up on this show. We leave it anyway. We just leave it, and I think it's better. Yes. Yeah. Um, Some might call it authentic. I might call it lazy, but it's also good. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, sorry, just had to get another drink of water there. I'll edit that mm. out. Or maybe I won't edit that out since it's funnier if we leave it right, in. Right, see, it's funnier if we leave it, okay. yes. Okay, all right. What are we doing here? I have no idea. So anyway, you guys can contact me by emailing me, me at MuppetHub.com. You can like us on Facebook at MuppetHub.com slash Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at JD11PC. That's JD11PC. And follow along with Let's Talk Muppets and our live tweets when I do our live tweets. Sorry, I missed the last one. I was tired. Um, at at New Muppet Show. Got all that? You are just full of excuses. I am. I need them. With how many things go wrong in my life, I need excuses, Steve. You know, after last week's show, I, yeah, I can imagine so. Boy, yeah. that was just crazy. It was, but was it not funny? It was hilarious. It, the ending of that episode, it couldn't have happened any other way. Did you listen through to the end of the podcast episode? Yes, I did. I heard the whole thing front to back. All the way through to the end of the Python song. Oh, yes. Sorry I wasted your time there at the end of that one. I couldn't resist. No, it's it's great. It's, it's a good device. I think so. Anyway, I think we can now safely move on to our first segment, unless there's anything else we need to say to waste the listener's time. You know, I thought of something interesting the other day. People keep saying that Denise is just like a plot device. And for the longest time, I really disagreed with that. I was like, no, monkey, that's crazy. But now I'm kind of thinking, yeah. I thought that she's a good character, that she had significant value to the show, that she gave Kermit something that he needed, that he was lacking with Miss Piggy. But I think she's pretty close to uh, just being a device. And do you, the, the reason that I think, do you, do you know why I think that? Why do you think that? Because the word device and the name Denise, they're only one letter apart from each other. Hmm. Yeah. That's a very strong theory. You know, I, saw, you. I saw a theory online today. Um, it was really great. It suggests that all Pixar fans live in the same universe. I've, yeah, there, that's an interesting website. I've seen that before. Someone lay the whole thing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how all Pixar fans like Pixar and how the same landmarks exist in the background of Pixar fans' photos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those kinds of things. So that, Yes. That it, w it would make sense for every Pixar fan I've ever met to live in one universe. That, that would explain it, because I don't go universe hopping much. They generally um, do all live in the same universe, yes. It's weird how that works. but It is weird how that works. All right, we found another way to waste people's time. Check Good. that off the list. See, I knew we could do it. Yep. I never lost faith in us. So, we're going to move right along to First Impressions. Me, 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 me. First Impressions. Me, 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 me. Ah, it's like she's in the room. 
Oh, I forgot to say it was everyone's favorite segment, but you know it's your favorite. So, Steve, what is your first impression on this episode of The Muppets? I really enjoyed it. Uh, It wasn't quite as good as last week's, I don't think, on the whole. But there were a lot of elements that stood out and they didn't do last week and they couldn't have done coming right off the break that, uh, you know what? I'm just going to say it was good. Yeah. Let, let's stick with that. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as last week's show in some ways, but in some ways it was more clever. I think that we got to see Miss Piggy evolve a little bit in this episode, which was cool. Yes, we um, did. And we got to see really, a pretty hideous pig puppet, I think. Um, that is sort of second in a long line now of hideous pig puppets. We're having. Are to you sure about that? Show. What do you mean? Well, I didn't. I wouldn't call it hideous. I mean, okay. first of all, that goes against the entire point of this episode. Just no, it on does looks not. alone. I mean, that's so shallow. No, JD, I'm, I'm disappointed. No. But not, not only in that sense, but in the other sense, this pig puppet was very much like uh, Bettina and Belinda from. Muppet Christmas Carol. I think that's true. This puppet looked a lot like, the, like those kids. Yeah, I can see that. I wouldn't have thought of that. Why aren't they on this show? I don't know. Why are Andy and Randy still on this show? I have no idea. So our first impression of this show is we have no clue why Andy and Randy are still here. Is that that's that's good? That's yes. pretty much what the whole episode meant to us. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now, if you'd like, we can get into more specific details of the story and really pick it apart in. Everyone's favorite segment, Correcting Me. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. So now that Kim is dead um, and went the way of the Kushel. Kim I'm, died? I thought this was supposed to be a kid's move. No. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> someone had to do it. I don't know what happened to Kim. And so I'm kind of assuming death here. <laughs> Just because, well, what's what's your what's your alternate theory steve since you're go so good at these crazy theories well no it's just there are several people in my life who i haven't talked to in a long time i don't assume that they've died yeah but who needs to keep kim around anyway wow you have gone from like maintaining that kim is an essential part of this podcast way beyond her one 30 second appearance in episode one to just She's dead to you. What, did she scorn you? Did she not return your texts? Did she stand you up somewhere? Wait, wait a minute. Have you been dating Kim this whole... J.D. Hansel has been dating Kim this whole time, okay, everyone. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Less than 50% of the things you just said have happened. And I am just disappointed that I have to write my own story synopsis. That's all. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, you know what? This better be a great synopsis, then. That's all I have to say. Oh, it's a really good one. It opens with a musical number. Just kidding. I can't sing. I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's how, begin. How do we open this saga, New Kim? Oh, no. I'm New Kim. You're New Kim, buddy. Uh, uh, I'd make another I Am Become Kim joke. Should have called I did her that back. That's one. all I got to say. Should have oh, called her back. You don't know the circumstances. You have no idea what happened at the... Never mind. Miss Piggy is at a big red carpet event with Kermit and Uncle Deadly, where Deadly hopes to show off the first dress of his new fashion line. He immediately regrets being credited for the design when Miss Piggy's curly tail pops out of the dress, sending the media into a frenzy. Okay, wait. Stop. Yeah. Hold it right there. Now, Uncle Deadly, as a fashion designer, we've seen 
the foreshadowing of this because, oh gosh, when was it? Several weeks ago when they were talking about old colonial style clothing. I think Uncle Deadly was talking about he was designing a line of clothing around that. Help yep. me out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. There was Th- those are all the details we got. Okay. Continue. Well, we always knew that he was basically a fashion designer. That's something that he was trying to do on the side. Well, he definitely leans that way. Yes. Yeah. Is this the first time that you've seen Miss Piggy's Tale? Because I can't think... I feel like I must have seen it at least once before, but it's really rare. I was thinking this too, and I I don't think we have. I don't think we've seen a single pig's tail in all of Muppetdom until this week. This is a groundbreaking week. Well, you know, Kermit's seen Miss Piggy's Tale. That was really funny, too. It was. It was That was, was like, so... you know what? It was perfect. I, I'm sure that offended a lot of people, um, all three of them, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. And they did, they I know. did the Million Mom we'll March. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, my gosh. We'll get there. Okay. All right. Sorry. That sorry. That comes later in the synopsis. All right. Go ahead, new Kim. Thank you. Old Steve. Everyone at the studio is talking about it, and Sam Eagle informs Kermit that the network sponsors and viewers are very unhappy. Although Kermit doesn't see what the big deal is. With all three members of the One Million Angry Parents Association outside protesting, Sam tells Kermit that he'll have to appease everyone's discomfort by having Piggy read a prepared apology on the air. Now would you like to talk about the One Million Moms? Oh my gosh, they did the One Million Moms. I know, right? I can't oh. believe it. I was thrilled. I like all of, fell all over All of that scene was great. Every oh, The whole amazing. way when Yolanda came in and said that Sam had steam coming out of his ears, mm-hmm. and then they cut to Sam, and I thought, oh, cool, they made a specialized Sam puppet. And then, no, it was just a sight gag, and that was even better. It was even better. And it then was great. when they had the pizza guy delivering pizza, which this is the second week in a row we've had pizza of some point, of some kind, uh, getting into the show. But that was just, oh, it was so beautiful. The signing, we are uncomfortable. Yes. I oh, wanted to see what the man. other signs said, actually. And we they didn't said, get to see that. They said similar things, I think. I was they would have little to. glimpses, yeah. yeah. But, but oh, oh, so good. Someone should have gotten paid very well for that. Because yes. that's... That's so. That's such a good gift for us. I know. You know. It's like someone was listening to our podcast and said, "You know what? I'm not going to give him an episode with Walter, but I will throw him a bone. I'll throw no, him a bone." No, that was great. It was such a good idea. And, oh yeah. Uh, it well, w- the, that, the, see, that would have been something from that would have been something like what Kim would have done there. I, I don't. I don't know what you mean. Poor dead Kim. Oh, that could be a subtitle for this episode. It's going on my list of considerations. Okay. Moving on. Rizzo and Pepe are trying to cheer up Gonzo on Groundhog Day, but he's very sad because it's the day that Camilla broke up with him. They try to help him move... Wait, Hold everything. What? Camilla? Camilla's on the show. First, they just acknowledged Camilla. This was, I I remember seeing this before we even saw the chicken, you know, on screen and just going, oh my God, this is great. They just mentioned Camilla. Like, that's something that we've been wondering about this whole time. Yeah. And and see, that's the thing. I'd kind of been assuming that there was some big dramatic breakup that they'd eventually bring up. And sure enough, they brought it. Didn't I mention that on the podcast too? Are the writers of this show listening to this podcast? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If but so, on, on Groundhog do, do Day, do we have of all a list? Days, do we have a list of requests for season uh, two? Oh, that we can gosh. officially declare. No, I don't. Th- I don't think we do. We have. We certainly have an online petition list, That's true. but I don't think we have. A list for season. You know what? Can we make an online petition to form a list about season two ideas? Absolutely. Okay, good. Let's do it. Wait, where are my pencil and paper? Okay. Get that out of the way. We had a whole lot of them before we went on holiday break. This is a lot of to-do lists. That's a lot. I know. I was talking about all the to-do lists in my notepad, not all the petitions. Th- right. Those are stored elsewhere. I'll, yes. I'll get to those and do an online petition report um, probably next week. I think okay, next week great. I'll be able to work one of those in so we can go through the whole list again. Um, for now, I've just got make list of... Gosh, you know what's really sad? What's really sad? We only have four more episodes of season one. Yeah, that is sad. That's really sad. What are we going to do with our lives? I don't know. We need to find some other Muppet-based project to occupy our time, I think. Yeah, we clearly don't have enough of those. No, we really don't. Okay. Anyway, I've got that noted down so we can move on. Um, where was I in this fantastically written story synopsis? Uh, I had just interrupted you talking about Gonzo and Camilla. Dude, you had just interrupted me is pretty much the whole synopsis no, of I know, this entire podcast No, I know, that's what I interrupted you about series. last time. Thank this you. This most recent time. Right. Thank you. Um... Uh, but he's very sad because, because it's I was the day amazed that, it that Camilla broke up with him. <laughs> they try to help him move so past his feelings about his ex by encouraging him to make a fresh start by moving to a new home. Big Mean Carl's sister, Big Mean Carla, interrupt me, Steve. What? Big Mean Carl has a sister. Oh, that's right. He does. Big Mean Carla. His family ran out of Which names fast. Is just Big Mean Carl with a bow. Do you think that Big Mean Carl is playing the role of Big Mean Carla? No. Like, do you think that she's a real person? Or yes, not? because Big Mean Carl is the youngest of nine. He's got a whole lot of other siblings. Oh, I missed all that. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. But now we know Big Mean Carla exists. Big Mean Carl has a sister. I want to is... see the Big Mean family portrait is what I want to see. Ooh, yeah. That would be expensive. But... Good. Yes, it would. <laughs> I know, right? They they couldn't even afford to build a second puppet in the family. They just redid this one. Um, I think they did. Yes, it, it was even funnier this way. Really, just oh, seeing yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's almost exactly the same. It's amazing. Well, and we we sort of glossed over the fact that Big Mean Carl almost ate Scooter. Well, that's true. Yes, I mean that's we we kind of glossed over a couple scenes there, but uh, yeah, that was funny. Chip's comment about. Well, his I think tail. who started that oh whole little bit? Gosh. I think Scooter started. He's like, yeah, wow, Scooter this is amazing. It. And then Chip comes in like, yeah, it's like they printed a computer on paper. Yeah. That was really funny. Mm-hmm. Of course, the whole bit about the having the tail. Chip yep. was born with a tail, which mm-hmm. he keeps around his neck so yep. that when he's reincarnated, he'll be whole again. Oh, my goodness. They keep finding ways to make this show weirder and weirder and to make him specifically chip weirder and weirder on his first appearance i didn't think he could get any weirder and no that eye blink was just that was enough 
but then, I know. And then and then the face that he makes um, wow. after Big Mean Carl yells at him in this episode. Did you see oh, that? Oh yes. Real fast, he makes the weirdest face. You know, I was wondering if that's like if he was told to make that face, or if Dave just kind of went with it and kind of ad libbed something there and just did something crazy. Um, but what I really want to know is when Uncle Deadly is reading the Diva Code, oh, which was wow. a nice little Easter egg. I completely glossed over that. Oh really? Each time I uh, each time I watched the episode, it really jumped out at me and got my attention that he was reading wow. the Diva Code, um, That's or at least great. at least just flipping through it a little bit out of curiosity while he was uh, in Miss Piggy's dressing room. Yeah, and um, I think he said something about uh, how he's going to need reading glasses, and I'm wondering if that was just a little ad lib on Matt's part or if that was in the script. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, where was I? Uh, Big Mean Carl's sister, Big Mean Carla, is a real estate agent, and she knows. Uh, she sh- sorry. She shows them a house that Gonzo really likes, but it's out of his price range. So they decide to split the cost between the three of them and all live in the house together. That sounds like a setup for a really bad '80s movie. I guess I, I think that's a recipe for comedy. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm surprised that Rizzo and Pepe were that willing to just give up their homes and just move in with Gonzo. Like this is, um, well, this is a big adjustment to happen quite quickly. Well, exactly. Well, first of all, Gonzo is, I don't know if he lives in an apartment or a condo or whatever, but I don't know about you. Well, actually I do know about you, but like, I'm just now getting ready in real life to make a very big move across the country. And I'm doing it well for, for several very good reasons. But one of those is that my lease on my apartment is expiring and it wouldn't have made any financial sense for me to just pick up and leave months ago because I still would have had to pay a whole lot of money to get out of my lease. I think a lot of people can relate to this situation. But Gonzo can just up and move. And not just Gonzo, but Rizzo and Pepe, which is going to be great. You know what I really think, though, I, I, I am really hoping, I should say, is that, okay, the three of them have kind of been all put together for for the whole show so far, like those three are the writers and we've seen them do a few funny things, but I personally would have liked to have seen a lot more from them so far. And so now to put them all together, living in the same place, my hope is that we get even more of those three, because I think they play off of each other very well. Their personalities work comedically very well, but gosh, we just haven't seen anything comparatively. Hmm. Huh. I'm not sure what I think of that, because I feel like I've seen them do funny things, but I can't think of any specific examples. Yeah, see? Like, it feels like they're funny, but they haven't done a whole lot. Huh. Well, hopefully that will change now. Yeah, I understand yes. Put that on the excited. list for season two. We need to see a lot more uh, of that in season two, because we're almost out of season one here. Are we already fulfilling our own petition by yes, making we our list? That's yeah. so weird. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, so our list is um, more comedy... From, how do I abbreviate their names into one? Uh, GPR. Nope, I'm writing Gons Riz Pepe. No, Gons Riz Pay. That's better. Gons Riz Pay. I like that, yes. Gons Riz Pay. There we go. Gons Riz Pay. And you had to say it with a little lift in the middle. Gons Riz Pay. Yeah, now it sounds fancy. Okay. Next paragraph. Miss Piggy is feeling down because she's always having to be ashamed of some of her piggish attributes, but she only feels worse when the reporters and paparazzi catch her snorting. Snorting what? Oh, well, then we'd really have uh, some angry parents complaining. Oh. 
Then we have five parents outside. Oh, no. And two pizza guys. Oh. <laughs> She's bothered by the way her co-workers are handling the situation, which includes referring to pigs in a blanket as sausages in a comforter. Um, but she agrees to read Sam's speech on air. Then Sweetums brings a fan of hers, a young pig named Alinda, in to meet her, and Piggy learns that showing her tail gave Alinda confidence in herself. Piggy is inspired by her own inspiring and decides not to apologize for her tale. She intends to change the world by making people accept pig's tales the way they accept the tales of the other tailed Muppets. And that was a great line from Piggy. What was it? Uh, my inspiring you has inspired me or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like she just can't get away from herself. I know. That it's was great. funny. And then actually Sam bringing Alinda, which is suspiciously like Belinda anyways, uh, him bringing her into the scene and saying, you can't, you have to talk to her. Her dad's a teamster or something like that. That was not Sam. That was Sweetums. That was, okay, whoever it was, that was really funny. Yeah, that was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, this week and last week, there are so many just little things mm-hmm. that on their own, like you could, you could completely pass up a lot of these details and it would still be a really, really funny show. But then actually taking the time to to see what these are, like... It's it's so good. But it's what, so good, and most people probably don't even realize it. What bugged me, they seem to reuse some of the B-roll in this episode from previous episodes, like with um, with Angel Marie moving along the clothes and uh, Sweetums riding by saying hi. I think those are the exact same shots we saw in other episodes being reused. Maybe not the um, exact same shot, but... I'm the, pretty sure. I did notice the Sweetums one. I didn't notice the Angel Marie so much, but I noticed Sweetums. And it may have been from the same taping, but this was from a different angle, at least. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I can it's, tell you it, that much. It sounded exactly the same to me. So, yeah. I don't know. When I was There were just a couple of spots in this episode when I was going, I've seen this before. Yeah. And and it, it bugged me a little bit, but okay, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll live. No need I'm to glad. write an online petition about it. Well, you've gotten over Kim already. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, I'm actually going to be moving to a new house with a couple of buddies to make sure I really get over. You know, really? Oh, that that's a good move. That's smart, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I hear I hear that really uh, seems to help some people. Yeah, I hope Kim doesn't just show up out of the blue. Yeah, that would be really, really weird and seems sort of like lazy writing, but that's not the point. Yeah, if Kim made a recurrence, that would that would just be terrible. 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 Now, now that Gonzo, Rizzo, and Pepe are getting a new house, they decide to celebrate by having a big pool party with chicas in bathing suits. And no bathing suits. And a jacuzzi. And a jacuzzi. And they will come. Thank uh, you. <laughs> unfortunately, they run out of women to invite after Yolanda and Janice. This has actually been addressed on the show now. Yes, that's true. That's pleased. Yeah, because they didn't have to bring that up, but no, well, and it's like what these guys never go to a bar. I mean, come on. Uh, I think they're pretty lame people. As 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 amazing and awesome as Pepe seems to think he is, he comes off as something of a ladies' man. Yeah, I think that he thinks he's a better ladies' man than he is. Can we talk about Pepe just showing up in the buff? He's Pepe. I was, I mean, there were a couple big, good shock laughs that came out of this episode for me. One of them was Piggy's tail because I did not expect that. And then here comes Pepe in all of his little Pepe glory. Wow. Okay. For the record, he was naked in Muppets Wizard of Oz. 
And you do Nobody watch, watched Muppets You watch that Wizard on a regular basis, right, Steve? I watch it on a regular sure, basis. Yeah. No, I watch, I watch the outtake reel, but I <laughs> don't really true. watch the movie itself, no. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. Piggy releases a dramatic promo for her upcoming reveal of her tale on that night's episode of Up Late, and she spreads the hashtag Unveil the Tale. The network president shows up with Sam Eagle and Muffins to pressure Kermit into stopping Piggy's plans to unveil her tale. It really sounds like Muffins, the way you said that, should have been a character. <laughs> In a way, they kind of are on this show. They're they serving kind of a are. really big function. Yes. Like, I- I'm still waiting for an episode that's entirely about Muffins. Like, the whole plot revolves around muffins somehow. We have had no sentient food in this series yet. Yeah. That is so... Well, you know, I'm sure ABC has standards. Well, and, and the network president oversees them pretty str- mm. pretty stringently, I think. Yeah. What do you think of her performance in this one? I liked it a lot. I love yeah. that she can smile and completely sabotage everything. Probably knowingly, but she just, she never loses that demeanor. I love that. It's true. What She's a I, good adversary. What I like about this character is the way that she can be so, 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 so hateable mm-hmm. without really being directly rude. Yes. Or mean or evil. Um, no, she's just hateable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. She's being performed quite... Quite excellently. I think in the last episode, I was hoping to see more of her being a jerk. Um, and we got mm-hmm. a little bit more of that in this episode. So like... But she Jer- never she never doesn't smile when she's doing it. Right. It's so great. Yep. Uh, the Muppets get to... Wait, sorry. I missed the line. Um, Kermit is warned that if sponsors keep pulling out, it will come out of his budget, resulting in people getting fired and a loss of muffins. What are you doing, Steve? Oh, I was just adjusting my phone. Sorry. It didn't pick up on mic. Oh, good. Nobody knows what you're talking about right now. Okay. Well, I have heard some keyboard clicks. So that's Well, you can edit those out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. The last episode, I was having to do a lot of editing just to try to get rid of keyboard clicks. Well, the last episode, you lost my audio feed. Well, yeah. I'm not sure how that happened. That technically should be completely impossible. Um, Yes, it should uh, be impossible. I don't know how, I mean, I don't know. Curse it, Kristen Newman. That's what I say. Oh, rats. I said her name. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. Don't say it two more times or you know what'll happen. I know. I know. It's okay. At, at least I didn't feed her after midnight. Anyway. Well, that's good. The Muppets get together and try to think of a way to keep the viewers and sponsors without compromising Piggy's message when Fozzie gets a great idea. Since they can't do the one thing and they can't do the other thing, they'll have to do a third thing that makes everyone happy. Luckily, Kermit has a bright idea that should do just that. How's my story synopsis so far? I miss Kim. I wish you missed Kim. You heartless, heartless jerk. When Up Late finally goes on air, Kermit tells the unhappy audience that they're not allowed to show Piggy's tail on TV, but they never said anything about Kermit's pigtail. All the other Muppets turn around to unveil little pigtails they've attached to their lower backs, and they're joined by a tailed Joan Jett. The whole cat, which kind of surprised me, by the way. Uh, That was a little bit of a change of pace for him. Well, the only thing that I can come up with for Joan Jett is that She's been sort of a feminist icon in the past, mm. but there was no reason for Joan Jett. It was just because of her song. 
No, really? it was just because of the song. But there were a lot of songs, JD, that they could have used, and a lot of different singers. Yeah, who would have been a I, lot better? I I'd have preferred something better. Yeah, I'd have preferred something better. This was not good. It I, was. I, it wasn't terrible. It was just lame. It was like. You guys have had a great show so far. That whole black and white video thing was awesome. That was a, a neat addition. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing this, huh? Well, I think okay. that the whole point was just to have, you know, Miss Piggy cussing right up close to the camera just to get a few more of the angry parents extra PO'd. Yeah, I know. Now we're up to seven. It's crazy. Oh, gosh. They just keep multiplying. I know. And the pizzas don't stop. But anyway, uh, the whole cast sings along with Jet's classic rock song, Bad Reputation, and both the audience... Oh. There's a missing quotation mark around the last part of Bad Reputation. Stupid me. And both the audience and the sponsors are happy. Statler almost dies. Hashtag kill Statler. Um, Give me a minute. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. Um, The Muppets all celebrate at Rizzo, Pepe, and Gonzo's place, and Kermit and Piggy are very proud of each other. Gonzo's finally back to his old self over Camilla, and he takes a dive off the roof only to find a certain chicken waiting for him at the bottom. Now, this was unnecessary, I think. What was unnecessary? Well, the jump off of the house was necessary because that's Gonzo, and I was glad to see that again mm-hmm. after you know being shot out of the cannon. This is more classic Gonzo. but a- And it looks cool. S- we spent all this time getting over Camilla now. We've done some serious me work. Gonzo moved out of the house that reminded him of Camilla, and now they bring Camilla back. Okay, writing 101, irony. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. There just has to be some kind of irony or we get bored. So the irony of this is he's finally gotten over Camilla, only for Camilla to show up immediately afterwards. And when you think about it chronologically, um, you can kind of understand how... Groundhog Day would remind her of the breakup, too, which would get her thinking that she wants to be with Gonzo again, and she'd eventually decide to go um, meet him. And somehow she got the address to his new house. Does anyone have an explanation for how that happened? I, I know. This is uh, this is quite a, a wide road to cross here. Oh, but, um, stop it. Yeah. No, you just lost pun privileges for the rest of the... I, I'm cutting away from us. We'll be right back after the break. <sighs> Visual Collection from Uncle by Deadly. When you're hungry, we know just what you need. Here at Pizza, you can get a whole pizza for just the low, low cost of whatever your local pizza restaurant is charging. Pizza, we're an already established brand. The issue here is that love has been analyzed time and time again as an emotion, and people are not looking at it as a form of well, respect. And I well, think I that mean, if you compare it to fear uh, and other similar forms of respect, then ju- you will find that it fits in there so much better than in the areas of attraction or hunger but, or wait, similar wait, feelings. J.D., you're completely off base here. You're so... Uh, love is a simple thing. Simple as a diamond ring? More fun than a puppet show. More fun than a puppet? You don't know what you're... Oh, we're back on. Um, Oh, hi. Yes. Hi, everyone. Uh, So, welcome back to Let's Talk Muppets. I hope you enjoyed the commercial break. I have no idea what commercials I just played, but hopefully they were fun. You know. Probably the Flipper Media one again. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. You know. Maybe not. You never know. I I just advertised for you randomly. You never know what it's going to (laughs) happen. 
<laughs> I never do, actually. That's the fun of it. I can always just surprise you with a random promotion for uh, your, your... Do you have another one, another promo that I can be using? You know, it's funny because I, I intended to record a whole bunch of them at once, mm-hmm. a la Jim Henson and the Wilkins Coffee kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I still will at some point, but right now, and this is just my my comment to everything, is everything in my life is getting ready to move to California in five weeks. Yes, five weeks from now. Oh, boy. That is yeah. a really big deal. So we're going to move on to another big deal in the resistance. No. Um, ah. it's I, We had to do it. Uh, it's time for Bad Muppet Theater. Oh, no. All right. I know. I'm sorry. I know Steve doesn't like this one, but I do, okay? I'm just not very good at it, that's all. You're doing a great job at doing a bad job. Am it's I okay? It's turning out just fine. You're okay. You're okay. All right. Without further ado... Uh, Let's begin. Raise the curtain. I need you. All of you. Oh, you do? Well, why didn't you say so? (laughs) Five minutes later. So, um, now what? (sighs) Anyone up for a game of triominoes? Okay. Okay, and we're going to move right along to Burned Hamburgers. That's a segment I don't normally do two weeks in a row, but you know what? This time, we are. We actually have some hamburgers to talk about this time. We do, and some pigs in a blanket. We Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh gosh, I really enjoyed that scene. Um, when when Scooter's just shying away from it as he's being confronted by Piggy. That's not mm-hmm. what we call them in my family. Coming! Well, I would... It's funny. I would have thought maybe they really didn't call them that in his family, but we didn't get any, any follow-up there, unfortunately. It's true. Have we heard anything about Ken so far since the... Uh, so-called reboot began? Uh, we have not heard any more about Ken. Ugh. Which I'm just waiting because there'll be something. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I can't guarantee that, but I just, because I want it to happen, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that it will happen. That's really how I go through <laughs> all of my life, JD. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. How optimistic of you. I yes. approve. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so about the pigs in this episode. Yes, about the pigs in this episode. I like Miss Piggy in this episode, and I love it when I get to say that I like Miss Piggy in this episode. You know, I liked Miss Piggy in this episode. This was a Piggy episode that I didn't hate. Hey! Because, let's face it, all of the Piggy episodes in the first half of this thing, I mean, Piggy was very adversarial with everyone, and everything was all about Piggy and her temper chandrums and her just, her lack of maturity. This was about Piggy and her inability to really deal with reality, but it, she she kind of had to deal with reality. It wasn't her crying, sprawled all over the couch either. I mean, we got a little, we got your pain, Pig, JD. We got that yeah, one. Yeah, we got our pig in pain. But this was this was how I love to see Miss Piggy. It was great. Yep. Yep. Works for me. I approve. So good. 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 Needs a bear. What? What did we think of the 
new pig introduced in this episode that we'll probably never see again. Alinda. We'll never see her again. We'll never see her again. Which is a shame because well, she's you know, Miss she, Piggy's she might, daughter, she might, so. No, she's not. But she might be back for the tour on Wednesday. Oh, she might be back for the tour on Wednesday. You're right. Yes. There's always that. That was a hilarious interaction. It was good. Miss Piggy is getting uh, just inspired at having inspired this young girl. And they sort of have, they're, they're getting this little bond going. And then, can I have a tour of the studio? Tours are Wednesdays. That was great. And then Miss Piggy has to go and change the world. The world's this way. <laughs> that was a perfect line. Yes. Yeah. So there's there's some good writing in here. Again, I'm getting a little bit of a, a sitcom vibe from this. Like we've seen some of these devices before. But you know what? I think the Muppets are making them work. Yeah, th- this was okay. This yes, was there right. were some uh, devices well, used, but I was I was very okay with this. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that uh, it's... Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, but... Well, here we go. I think that the Alinda character was performed by a performer we haven't heard on this show before. Um... I don't know. You want to look it up? Because I, I would have assumed that it would have been Julian Busher. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. JD goes and looks crap up on the Muppet Wiki. JD goes and looks crap up on the Muppet Wiki. Thank you for providing a jingle, Steve. You're welcome. But let's see. It looks like, and forgive me if I'm pronouncing her last name wrong. I'll try to get it right for next week's show if I am. But Alice Deneen. Oh, was okay, Linda. yeah. Do you think I got the name right, probably? I'm saying that like I know who that is. I, I oh. kind of do, yeah. Yeah, because I know I've seen her around. I was aware yeah, that she was working yeah. on the show, and it's nice that she finally got a character here. Um, also, the Muppet Wiki is crediting Dave Goals as Gonzo and Zoot, but doesn't mention Chip. That is a darn shame. Should I edit and, this now? Um, yeah, that's fine, yes. But okay. I also, we, we kind of glossed over Zoot in his wonderful appearance. That's true in this week's episode he did well again i'm taking a nap right now all right um let's see wait a second i just logged into the wrong account that is not the account i use to edit them up at wiki anymore what account do i use hmm you know yes what, I'll, what I'll, account I'll, do you use jd yeah. you know what i'm gonna save that for later I'll, okay. I'll, I'll come back to that. I thought we could have a new segment called JD Edits the Muppet Wiki in which you just hear the keyboard clicking the whole uh-huh. time. Yeah. Um, but in hindsight, that was probably not a smart move. I'm going to leave that for some other time. Okay. Um, and see if I can find my script because I have lost the outline. Well, anyway, all that we know is that we were talking about Piggy and that's all that we need to know. Ah, um, uh, nice. Yeah, I didn't even mean to. That one just happened. That was, no, that was, we're just that good. I know. It's amazing. They just come out of us and we don't even understand. All right, Steve, I think that um, these burgers are overdone here. We've uh, drawn out this segment for about as long as we can. So Yes, that's are, true. Are, are you ready to continue to favorites? Uh, Yeah. Is that what's next? Sure. Um, let's do well, favorites. Uh, well, we could do um, uh, that new segment, the tidbit from Jared. Oh, oh. Okay, let's let's do that one. Let's do that one. Okay. Um, is Jared here? No. Maybe let's not do that one. It's okay, time for let's, favorites. Okay, let's save that one for next time. No, I was favorites. gonna say instead of favorites, uh, mm. we could just skip to toast and a roast because that kind of encompasses a favorite. That's not how this works, Steve. 
I'm, That's not how any of this a, works. <laughs> it's only a suggestion. That's we can not do it how however. the favorites works. Well, fine. Do it your way. Would you Would you like to host this show, Steve? No. That's why I'm sitting here just in front of my microphone, so you have to edit this. Well, yeah, that's true. But I say we do favorites first, then toast and a roast. Well, just to shake things up by doing everything exactly the way we've done them every other episode. Well, you're the one who offed Kim, so I'm just going to follow your lead out of fear. Oh, okay, perfect. As long as you only know about Kim. It's my fave. Okay, so for my favorite... Um, for my favorite storyline, I'm really torn here because we actually only got two in this one, I think. We we're, we're used to getting three, but this one only had two. Um, and I like both of them. That's my problem. And so it's really hard for me to pick a storyline that I like best. As far as the scene that I like best, oh, I'm torn there too because I like a lot of the scenes. Um, but I think that my favorite scene might actually be when uh, it looks like Sam Eagle has the steam coming out of his ears. Oh, that was so good. Just because, I mean, that's a great way to start the scene, first of all. That's a very 30 Rock kind of joke. Um, it's very Which much I still my kind of... Yes, you do. I can't exit... You are aware that Kermit the Frog makes an appearance in no, the show. No, I know. Rock. And everyone says it's going to be a good show, but I can't stand Alec Baldwin or Tina Fey or all... But even people... You can't stand Tina Fey. Like, no, I can't. But even people who What did say, you think of her performance in Muppets Most Wanted? Um, it was okay. It was all right. Eh? Mm. I don't like you, kid. Mm. Keep going. I'm out of grunts. Oh, you're out of, I mean, keep going with your, 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 what you were saying. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, yes. So, my favorite scene, although the Sam one is a strong scene. Oh, yeah. I, I have to, th- I, I've got to say the tail pop. I mean, nobody saw that coming. How how you knew how something you know? funny was going to come from that, but what do you I, mean? I, it was clear because of all the promotion that emphasized the tail. I didn't see any of the promotion. Really, I thought I you was did. completely ignorant of all the promotion. Oh. So when as soon as that tail popped, I lost it. That was it, it was just another thing that you know what they are really breaking new ground. They're doing brand new things, new ideas. They're taking the Muppets in new directions that I wouldn't have thought that they would have done. Yeah. Okay. I approve. Talking about Muppet butts. Oh, crap. That's another good potential subtitle for this Talking episode. Muppet butts. Let's talk Muppet butts. That could be its own separate show, Steve. No, that's no, it not. Could not. That's not good. Well, except now that there's going to be twelve angry moms out uh, there. Well, it's angry parents, and they've moved from pizza to Chinese. Oh, oh! This whole thing is escalating. Yeah, I don't like it. No, I mean that they're over there by the escalator. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Um, well, we picked favorite scenes. I still can't pick a favorite story arc. So you know what? I'm not even going to try. I'm going to move on to a toast and a roast. Thank you. All right. And we're here in a toast and a roast. Boy, wow. we got here fast. Well, that took no time at all. I know. I, I tell you, the bus services at Maryland, they're great. God, it's like three days didn't go by between that last segment and this one. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Um, so who would you like to toast, Steve, unless you would like me to go first? Gosh, you know what? 
I'm going to toast. Don't you dare toast Kim. Okay, I won't. Thank you. <laughs> I, I will toast Miss Piggy. Oh, yes. I approve. She carried herself with poise and grace. I'm sorry, poi and glaze is what I meant to say. Ah, no, yeah, that makes um, more sense. That uh, no, she she did a very good job of being well who she is without being a terrible version of who she is. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, um, and I would roast out of love. I'm roasting the network president because that is a perfect adversary. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to say a villain because it's she's not a villain. She's nice. She's smarmy, but she's also working against the Muppets. So that's a really interesting way to play that because I think the Muppets needed that. You know, yeah. she's, uh, she's Pache adding... was too much. P- Pache was not going to be a good adversary, but and I I really wish I could remember her name, but I can't. Lucy, uh, say again. Lucy's the character's name. Lucy, yes, thank you. I was I was waiting for that. So. When Lucy comes in, I mean, she's carrying muffins and ruining everything the Muppets are trying to do. It's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. That's that. That's a strong. That's a strong toast and a strong roast. Thank you. I totally go along with both of those. Good grief! Um, needs a bear. It's just. Is that our thing now? Is that a thing that happens? Is what? Uh, I, I I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, sorry. I thought I heard something. No. I, I, Never mind. I don't know. Nothing important. Okay. So my toast is really, really hard because I like a lot of the characters in this episode. But well, you, know what? you don't I, have I, to I, toast I, a rock. I, 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 what? You said your toast was really hard. And I said, you don't have to toast a rock. There are a lot of things that are hard other than rocks. Your, your pun does not follow, Steve. That's not. No, it, it, the pun doesn't need to follow me. No, it that's not. <sighs> okay. For my toast, I hate to do this because I don't like being lazy. Um, but I think I'm going to have to steal Steve's, and I, I, I have to say I gotta toast the pig. I like the way that this was done this time. Mm-hmm. This was great. I. I don't know what else to say that hasn't already been said. No, and it's so just, I sound like know, a fool. It was, but sometimes, it was there, sometimes there isn't anything more you can say. Yes. I mean, it's it's what we needed in a in an episode. No, it's great. Yes. So I'm I'm so glad that the writers have listened and done that uh, with the pig. For my roast, um, oh, I don't want to have to roast anyone. Oh, come on. You know who, who you're going to roast. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. It's the same pig that we roast every single week. All right, fine. You're right. I gotta do it. I, I mean, roast. What? We keep trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? I know we do. He never proves himself, though. That's the problem. He just. I'm God. willing. I'm willing to give him a chance if he will only rise up. He simply will not carry his own weight. That horrible, horrible, stinking Andy. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just too hard. I don't. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, yes, I roast. Andy Pig. Thank you. Good grief to comedians of bear. And with that, I think we've just about reached the end of this episode of Let's Talk Muppets. Finally. And wow. uh, I know that was a short one, wasn't it? it? It was. Like we were bordering on focused there. I know. Well, do you know what it was? What? It was the story synopsis. I wrote the story synopsis this time. Yeah. So we could actually stay on track. Yeah. Boy, your ex girlfriend is gonna be really mad. We did not 
okay, now that we have thoroughly exhausted every stupid thing we could possibly talk about and made every yes. stupid joke we can possibly make um, without losing too many IQ points, I think we're going to wrap this up. And I need to tell you guys that I am J.D. Hansel, in case you didn't already know that, and you need to go to MuppetHub.com because that's where all of these podcasts go. You can subscribe in iTunes, I think by going to MuppetHub.com slash iTunes. That should still work. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, Let's Talk Star Wars is still up at MuppetHub.com slash Star Wars. That one's a lot of fun, and I think I've got some uh, outtakes or bloopers there as well. And Steve, what's going on over the Mupp- at the at the I can't talk today? What's going on over at the MuppetCast? What's going on with me? Well, I remain Steve Swanson, spelled like it sounds S-T-Y-X. And you can find me over at MuppetCast.com. You can You're subscribe get to the show. You're going sued for that, dude. What? What? Well, you're you're building your brand on an already established brand, but sometimes that already established brand they want to sue. Well, I'm just spelling my name the way it sounds: S T Y X. Okay. That, I mean that that spells Steve, right? Um. No. What What does it spell? Stikes. You know, maybe if you read it the right way and hold it up to a mirror, it could spell sticks. It doesn't spell sticks. It spells branches. Moving on, you can subscribe to the oh, MuppetCast. Oh, 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 my heart. Oh. You can subscribe to the MuppetCast by going to MuppetCast.com slash iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at MuppetCast. And the Facebook page is Facebook.com slash MuppetCast. Also, make sure to set your browser's bookmarks to the Muppet Madness Tournament coming up in just about a month at MuppetTournament.com. Yeah, we're going to have a really fun, fun tournament this time, I think. Um, yes, we are. And I'm already going to start uh, pr- uh, pressing you, Steve, to try to get both Big Mean Carla and Big Mean Carla in the Muppet Madness tournament. Big Mean Carla is not a candidate for the Muppet Madness How tournament. How is she year. not a candidate for no, the Muppet Madness No, because tournament. she's only appeared one time. She does not have a platform of any form upon which to stand or eat or... She doesn't need a platform to eat. You know, eat. Kim has more she of a reason grabs- to be in this tournament than Big Mean Carla. No, that is not I, true. I know you're not going to call her back, so I'm going to have to call her. Stop it, Steve. You're making this all too difficult for all of us. I'm trying to move on here. Well, I think you would have a better time if you moved into a new dorm room. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And it looks like I am about of about out of battery on oh, my computer. Oh, so let, let's... That, yeah. That's a great excuse. Let's finish this up. It is a great excuse. You can email me if you liked this episode at me, M-E, at MuppetHub.com. Uh, send an email if you don't like this episode to me, M-E, at MuppetCast.com. And I'm J.D. Hansel, spelled how it sounds, J-T-H-A-N-K-S-L-A-Y-B-E-N. And... J.T. Hank Slabin. I have a theme song now. Yes, you do. Provided by Stephen J. Lizard Shade Records. Ah. Someone had to mention it. We haven't mentioned Someone, that in a while. I know. It's been a long time. It's been almost a year since we first started making yeah. that joke, isn't it? Boy. Wow. Gosh, time That looks flies. familiar. Vaguely Ugh. familiar. Almost unreal, yet it's too soon to feel, yet we're at the end of the episode. What do we say to wrap this up? Um, oh, I'm supposed to say something funny, right? I'm Steve Swanson. Okay. And... I'm J.D. Hansel, and I'm wearing Uncle by Deadly. I knew you were going to say that one. Yes! Well, you told me to say it, so I I complied. I did? No, I didn't. Yeah. No, this is the one week I haven't told you what to say. Hold on, let me look this up. 
I'm, uh, let me see if I can find this. I'm pretty darn sure you did. No, um, no. You didn't? I knew that you would say it the second that I saw Uncle Deadly say it on the show, but I didn't tell you what to say. You were just reading my mind. Um, here, here it is. I found the text message. Um, uh, let's see. We were talking about how the episode cut out. You said, how much did you see before it cut out? I said, um, I haven't seen it yet. I'm only a few minutes in, but I think I probably only missed the credit roll. And then you said, that's okay. Um, I'm J.D. Hansel and I'm wearing Uncle by Deadly. That kind of, uh, just kind of hearing that in my head right now, LOL. And then you I said- I can't be responsible for Do you know how many tap waters I had when I was texting that? <laughs> oh boy. The answer is a lot. You had a, do you get drunk from drinking water? I did. I didn't say that I was drunk. I said that I had drunk a lot of tap waters. You see, well, well, you know, uh, God gets drunk from drinking tap water because yeah, he turns water into wine. Well, that's true. There's, there's no it, whiting here. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get yeah, it? I get, get it, it? I get, get it? it. I it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're done. I think we're already in the I outtakes or something yes, like that. Yes, this is now. pretty if terrible. If, at this if, point, we're, so. if we're not in the outtakes, we're at least after the closing theme, so we're done. We can we can turn off. Um, our microphones now, right? I Yes, we can turn them off in three, two. But it's what, so good and most people probably don't even realize it. What bugged me is, I think that was someone in another room coughing. Um, you get a lot of noise in this room, unfortunately. Sure. Yeah, it's a nice okay. room because when it's light outside, I do have a view of the Henson statue. That um, is pretty cool. It is yeah. pretty cool, yeah. But then there's a lot of noise around um, and I have to watch how noisy I am because I'm in a library. But anyway, what I was trying to say is that... Um, yeah, just um. I think um sums up what I've been trying to say for this whole podcast. All right. But in okay. all seriousness, we'll be right back after the break. <sighs> Nicely done. Okay. Um, that gets us through a lot of the episode. Yep, yep. I know. We're already, uh, around 35 minutes in. We're that's, already... Uh, that's all right. Me, we're already through correcting Kim. That's pretty good for us. That is, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I should have... Another hour of battery remaining, so I think we'll be okay. We can probably wrap this up in 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, sounds we're, good. We're surprisingly on point tonight. I know. It feels like an episode when we're not on point at all, and yet we're hitting all the bases and moving along quite swimmingly, I think. No, exactly. Like we're, the, the material is still good. It's just, well, I, and I think last after last week, that was, I mean, that was a fiasco. So this, this is definitely better. I think the final edit is not going to be as interesting as last week's yeah i would agree with that and that's okay i mean you need you need up shows and and down shows not that this is a bad show but this right. is not like our craziest most random kind of thing that's right. all this is a bit more tame now yeah yeah exactly all right so there's that um all right now you may have noticed that i did edit out the bad muppet theater last time um I might use that as... Oh, yeah, some, that's right. Yeah, I might put that up as a cut-for-time thing. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't think it was all that necessary in the show because it wasn't, it wasn't quite working for me. Yeah, um, it just... Yeah. 
something about it was off. I'll probably end up releasing that as an outtake of some sort, and I'll have both versions available, both your version and my version. Yeah. Um, but I've got one that I'm more interested in doing this week that we're going to try right now. Okay, let's do it. Hmm. But I, oh, I forgot to think of my philosophical thing that I'm going to be ranting about. Um, let's see. Let's pick one. Got anything, Steve? I was going to say, just take some random aspect of some character and start talking. But you don't, it doesn't have to be philosophical. Just like start, you know, really jamming into some detail and overanalyzing it. Ah, but I like it when it's something off topic and philosophical. Okay. All right. Well, like something that's a really big issue in philosophy. This coming, the, the weekend that you're releasing this is going to be Valentine's Day. What if you mm-hmm. talked about the uh, the particulars of some kind of Muppet romance between like Mildred Huxtetter and George the janitor from the Muppet Valentine's Day no, special? No, I, I don't I'm talk about throwing... Muppets for this part. Oh, um, I see. So I'll, we're keeping I'll, Muppets out. Yeah, I keep Muppets out for this. Well, thing. okay, start just kind of. Riffing about the concept of love. Right, I'm going to be rambling on and on about the concept yeah. of love. Uh, it's time for Bad Muppet Theater. Oh, no. All right. I know. I'm sorry. I know Steve doesn't like this one, but I do, okay? I'm just not very good at it, that's all. You're doing a great job at doing a bad job. Am it's I okay? It's turning out just fine. You're okay. You're okay. All right. Without further ado, uh, let's begin Raise the Curtain. So what we're going to hear right now is the closing from uh, Jim Henson's Labyrinth, the scene when they're all together in Sarah's room. Oh, okay, yes. So that's what we're playing right now. And then we hear um, something like, five minutes later. So, um, now what? Um, I, 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 I don't know. No, Steve, remember what? how this works. No, what? You, you have one line, and that's uh-huh. waiting until the end, and I'll signal you if you like, oh, and then you do oh, the underwhelming I'm sorry. okay. Okay, Let, let's try it again. So the joke here is that no one knows what to do now, because they've had their big celebration, and so now all these creatures are just sitting around in Sarah's room not knowing okay. what to do. Yes, yes, okay, sorry, sorry. All right, so I'll, I'll signal you when it's time for your line then. Okay, perfect. You, perfect. You'll yes. know when I point to you. Thank you, yes. So, um, now what? Anyone up for a game of triominoes? You're on, Steve. Good grief, the comedian's a bear! I'll let it in the okay from last time. It's okay. How'd I do? Was it okay? It'll do. It'll I thought do. it was the, the right the right here. It's, yeah, you're, you're, uh, it's okay. We'll move on. Okay, all right. I try. I told you I'm not good at this. I well, it's okay. There are outtake reels for a reason, Steve. I'm I'm not good off book. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> JD goes and looks crap up on the Muppet Wiki. Thank you for providing a jingle, Steve. You're welcome. You know I actually have to use that jingle now. Oh no. It, what you did? Uh, yeah, I'm going to you know spruce it up, give it a little bit of background music. Okay, well that's good. Yeah. I just need the Muppet Wiki to load. The advertisements are loading. They're loading great. It's just oh, the actual content. Oh, don't you hate content. that? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, gosh. I know. Aren't Muppet fans the worst? Pe- anyway. Um, Such a weird name, too. What do you mean? I mean, Wiki. Who came up with that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
It is a weird word. I mean, we know where Muppet came from. It's well documented. Everyone yeah. knows that, that Jim Henson just made it up for the heck of it. Um, right, right, exactly. But it looks like we. Uh, well, I mean, for, there's the Greek root of. Never mind. Well, we're not getting into that this time, Steve. Okay. We only have so many minutes left. I don't this want to is... be here for the next hour. No. Oh, gosh. Partly no. because they might kick me out again. Uh, exactly, um, yes. No, they can. It's open 24 hours. We're good. Um, well, but they can still I, kick you out. Well, that's true. No, it, it, the pun doesn't need to follow me. No, it. that's not... <sighs> okay. What am I hearing outside the window? That's really strong wind. Goodness. Um, I hope that didn't pick up on Mike. A mighty wind's a-blowing. Are Gosh, you nobody it, got that one but me. What? Are, are you no, hearing I, I can't hear that at all. Okay, if you can't hear it, the listeners maybe not be. They might not. Yeah, boy, your That's ex-girlfriend is going to be really mad. We did not technically become girlfriends. Or girlfriend <laughs> and boyfriend, I should say. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. That one's not going in. Yes, it is. For is. The outtake yes, reel. it is. That's I'm going to keep talking reel. about it the whole That's time. For the so you have to leave it in. <laughs> it's for the outtake reel. You know well, that that you kind mean of the thing part where you the... talked about Kim being your girlfriend that you were girlfriends. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the part that's going in the outtake reel. Okay. Yeah, that's that's how it has to be. You um, go, girlfriend. You too. That was about the best J.D. Hansel response I could ever hope to hear. Well, that's what I'm here for. Okay. That, I mean, that, that spells Steve, right? Um, no. What, what does it spell? Stikes? No, it doesn't. Try again. Um, Pache? <sighs> Just, Okay. Edit this out. Tell me that it spells sticks. I've been waiting for this for two weeks now. I referenced it last week. No, you didn't. You didn't say the word sticks. I'm waiting for you to say sticks. But the joke is that I never say it. But I have a better one. Okay, fine. You know, maybe if you read it the right way and hold it up to a mirror, it could spell sticks. We can, we can turn off um, our microphones now, right? I Yes, we can turn them off in three, two... See, I didn't say one because when I turn off my microphone, they won't hear when I said one.